0: We must be bound and determined to walk in this thing called the power of God. We need to walk in the glory of God, the power of God, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. What do you mean by that? We need to walk in his strength. We need to walk in his ability, his abundance, his might, and his miraculous power. We need to walk in that. We need to live in that. If we want real change, if we really want it, then change starts with you. Change starts with me. It starts with the individual. Now, when I speak today, I'm speaking to the church, but I'm speaking to individual. If I speak to the individual, I'm speaking to the church. We're all part of it because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We're all, whether you believe it or not, Through his shed blood, we are brothers and sisters. But if we believe the word through his shed blood, we are of the seed of Abraham. And because of that, we are recipients of the promise. I want to take you to 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. In 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, verse 3 through 5, in the King James Version, the Apostle Paul says, And I was with you in weakness. My flesh. I was with you in weakness. Now here's somebody that was bound and determined. But understand this man knew what he was, what he was had to do and what he had to accomplish. Now watch what he said. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech, this is important. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words, in other words, he didn't prove anything by his ability to speak. But here, Paul saying, "I was—I really wasn't that good." Watch him. I didn't come with you with enticing words of man's wisdom, but watch this. But in demonstration of the spirit and of power, it wasn't what I was saying. It was the demonstration of the spirit and the power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. Why was it this way? He didn't want you to see his strength, his ability, his power, his prowess. He wanted you to see the spirit of the living God and the power of what God has to offer for all of us. I think this is phenomenal what he's saying here. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. But in the power of God. Now When I read this, I see our God is an awesome God. The song says he rules and reigns from heaven above. Our God is an awesome God. And I want to say this. He has invested greatness in every one of you seated here today. I don't care who you are or where you've come from or what you've done in life. I want you to know from this day forward that God has called you. He's laid his hand upon you. How many people know that if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, you may not even be here today. Brother Willie was telling me today that he was coming to church. He said he got to an intersection and his light turned green and something said to him, don't go. And he said, as he started to hit the gas, it, he stopped and a car came right in front of him. And I said, brother, that's leading, listening to the spirit. How many of you have ever encountered that before? Many times. God is watching over us and he is is infusing us with his ability and power. You know, we're all human. But let me just say this. We become supernatural when the Holy Spirit comes into our lives. He's invested greatness in everybody seated here. Randy in you, you may not see it, but he sees it. And all his children. And here's something you have to hear and remember. It's far more than what you've ever seen or experienced. You have not seen it yet nor experienced what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a power that gives you abundant life. Abundant living. The ability to overcome and not be overcome. The ability to walk in strength and power. The ability to hear those things like the voice Brother Willie heard where it says, hold off a minute. Hold off. So there's something coming that's far greater than we've ever seen or experienced before. The enemy knows that. The tempter of our soul knows this. So what does he do? That spirit works real hard to keep us from walking in the abundant life. In this power that I'm speaking of. But I'm bound and determined. That we'll receive it. In Ephesians 3.20. This is a key verse for this subject. Now unto him that is able to do. Everybody say to do. If If you stopped right there. That'd be enough. Now unto him that is able to do. To do what? Anything you can think of. Now Watch. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, (coughs) abundantly, look how he does that. Not only exceedingly, but abundantly, above all that we ask or think, it's far greater than anything you can ask or anything you can think. But see, the enemy wants to keep you in a limited thinking, limited sight, limited focus. He says, above all that we ask or think, according, all these things are within our grasp we can have it but here's the key according to the power that works in us there's a power that works in you that you can ask you can believe you can trust and then you receive how many people believe that it's the word of God according to the power that works in us it works in us The power, the power, the power. If we understand this verse, we will see that God has given to us something miraculous. Something the enemy doesn't want us to see, the world doesn't want us to see, but miraculous working power. What he's done, he's appropriated his creative force and said, You can take part in it. His creative force. I can wake up in the morning with his creative force. I can go to bed tonight with his creative force. When I get in trouble, it's his creative force that shows me the way in and the way out. But in order for us to move in this great ability that I speak of, this power, we must see this truth. We must understand this truth. If we put nothing, everybody say nothing. If we put nothing into our relationship with God, then it's like a transformer. Nothing put in, nothing will come out. Did anybody catch that? If you've got a transformer and you don't put the power to it, you're not going to get anything out of it. A lot of people, Brother Willie was talking about today, they want to do their own thing, their own way, and, and not even acknowledge God until they get into trouble. Now they're in trouble and now they have need of God. I don't want to be in that situation. I want to be in touch with him all the time. Close to him all the time. He's the one that makes me happy. He gives me joy. He's the one that keeps our families strong. He's the one that brings a peace and a unity to a chaotic society. It's the Jesus. Listen, if you watch the news any and of all, oh, you'll see we need Jesus. We need it. But nothing put into the transformer, nothing comes out. Same with God. You put nothing into the relationship, nothing comes out of it. Nothing. So we must be bound and determined to be connected. We must be bound and determined to be connected to the living God and pour our, and pour our lives into him. For if we pour our lives into him, then what comes out is far better than we can ever imagine. One thing I do know that my daddy taught me, you can't outgive God. It's impossible. It's like the big dipper and the little dipper. He likened it to that. You remember that pastors? He'd say, God's, we use the little dipper and God uses the big dipper. He said, every one of our little dippers, he's given us a. An outpouring like never before, like we cannot even imagine, more exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. How many people want the Big Dipper relationship? I do. So we must pour our lives into him so that what comes out is far better than we've ever expected. We can't, this is the key, we can't be bound to everything else and expect a marvelous outcome. I can't be bound to sickness and expect health. I can't be bound to my thinking, my own thinking and exclude wisdom and counsel and make it in this life. How many people know all of us need counselors? We need wise counselors, people that will speak into our lives. It's not enough for you to say, hey, God said, no, no, if God said it. The mouth of two or three witnesses are going to affirm that. But the problem we have is nobody wants to listen to anyone. I will not allow myself to be bound to anything that's going to cause me to sway or be dissuaded from the power of God. So how can we be bound to fear and expect faith? Let's just go on with this for a moment. What are you bound to that you're not bound and determined to do what is right? To follow his spirit. Now I don't know how long I'm going to stay in this subject matter. Because I think it's important. It's where my wheelhouse is. It's about the power of God. The demonstration of the kingdom of God. It's about living the abundant life. It's about prosperity and peace. That's who I am. I believe in those things. And I believe we can have them. You see the church. When I speak of the church. What did I say? The individuals and the corporate body. It's, it's made up of people. It's made up of people both living and those that are standing in heavenly places with God that have gone on. That's the church. But it's only those that are standing in the land of the living that have the ability or the opportunity to make a difference and produce the power that is needed to change our world. My daddy can't do it anymore. He's gone. My mother can't do it. She's gone. Some of the great pastors that I've been in association with, they're gone. So who is it left up to? us we're the ones that must exhibit that power and demonstrate the glory of god and the wisdom of god we need if we're going to change our world we're going to change our families we're going to see greatness in our relationships it's because we've made a decision we've made a positive decision we need and when i say that i'm i'm not i'm speaking to myself We need to be bound and determined to the power source. I'm connected to it. I'm connected to Jesus Christ. Some now, now some people don't even want to preach about Jesus anymore. So I'm not real sure what they preach about. They've excluded him from messages. They've excluded the cross from messages. But let me just go on record as saying: without Jesus, I'm lost. I need him. He's my savior. We need to be bound and determined to Jesus Christ so we can show forth the love of the Father. The Father, our God, which is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. What's working in you today? What's in your oven, the oven of your life? What are you baking? What are you cooking? Because whatever you put into ovens, what's going to come out? Don't put into your oven of your life a uh, Cauliflower, thinking you're going to get filet mignon out. You don't put bread into the oven and then two hours later walk over there and get pound cake. If you've got an oven like that, I want some of it. I want that oven. What are you saying? Whatever you put in, it's coming out, brother. You put in bad, you're going to get bad. Problem is, we don't see that. Society doesn't see it. The world has forgotten. Matter of fact, people have forgotten. The church has forgotten. I haven't. Every day that I live, I realize that something great's about to happen. Something great is about to happen. Why? Because there's a power that works in us. What does that mean, though, Bishop? When you speak to us, what does it mean for, for me right now? Because I'm a right now person. Well, it means the Spirit of the Lord will help you to navigate through life's difficulties. Let me say that again. It means that the Spirit of the Lord will help you navigate through life's difficulties. It may just keep you from doing or saying something rash that could change your life in a negative way. The Spirit. What do you mean by that? Have you ever heard somebody say, I just flew off the handle? Man, I just said some things I shouldn't have said. Said some things to my wife I shouldn't have said. You're right because she'll never forget it. They're not going to forget it. So we need to be real careful because the Spirit will really keep you from saying things or doing rash things that could cost you happiness and joy. Have you ever said something and wished you hadn't have said it? Well, I'm going to tell you. When the spirit of the Lord is navigate, working in your life and you're bound to that spirit, he will keep you from doing, saying foolish things. it keep you from flying off the handle. What do you mean? He'll help you keep that handle in your hand because the handle flying away doesn't help you. It's when it's in your hand. You got control of it. So the spirit will help you to hold on to the handle. If you're bound to him, he will give you the power. Something the Lord spoke to me earlier this morning. He said, I'll give you the power of balance. How many people don't understand how important balance is? In order to be healthy, you have to have a balanced. Thank you. Somebody picked it up. You have to have a balanced diet. And if you're working out, you have to have a balanced workout. If all you do is bench presses, all you're going to do is have big pictorial muscles. I've seen people that all they do is work on one muscle group and it looks stupid. <laughs> but I like what he said to me this morning. He said, I'll give you a balanced life. I'll keep you in balance. I'll let you see things clearly. The power of balance. And that's, that, to me, is strong. The Bible says in Ephesians 1:16, Paul speaking again in King James Version Ephesians 1, 16. Cease not, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. That's what I want to be bound to. And revelation in the knowledge of him. Now here is why you want to be bound to the spirit. That your eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened you want to see things a little differently. That you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Amen. And what is the exceeding greatness. Here's the key verse. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power, power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power which is he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Do you understand? Because of Jesus, we have this power. He wanted us to have it. It's not robbery to have it. He's given it to us. That's why some people don't feel like they're not worthy of healing. He said, wait a minute, you're not worthy, but I am. And he gave his life so you can be healed. I am bound and determined to walk With the one that is seated at the right hand of the father. I say it's time for change. It's time to live in the power he said we could have. But hear this. Listen carefully. Everyone seated here today. Myself included. We've all been limited because of our limited thinking. Well, we don't need to do that. Well, maybe that's, that's too much. Well, I don't know if I can go there. Heard somebody say, you know, I've always wanted to have a college degree, but that'd take four years. Well, let me ask you this. What are you going to be doing four years from now? After that four years passes by? Because that four years is coming no matter what. Right? Well, I don't want to do long-term investing. Why not? If you expect to live... You're going to do some long term investing. We have limited thinking. And because of that, we have limited resources. We have limited sight. We limit ourselves. We do it. So I hear people talking all the time. I hear them making statements like what Satan has done to them. And you know what? We've overused that term because a lot of it, we did it to ourselves. We want to blame somebody, but really, we did it to ourselves. It's like me going out and doing something terribly wrong, and I want to blame the devil. (laughs) But you know what? When I come home and tell my wife what I did, she ain't going to blame the devil. So we were quick to blame Satan, but you need to hear me, what Satan has done to them. But you need to hear this clearly today. He's done only what we've allowed him to do. We've allowed him to do it because we have the authority over him. Many have been bound by the spirit of fear instead of being bound and determined in faith. The only power that the enemy has in our lives is the power that we have forfeited. We gave it away. Say this with me. We will walk in God's power. I'm bound and determined to walk in God's power. Bound and determined to see his glory.